Hello, and welcome to Phoenix Talks, where we get academics and cinephiles to chat with us about past, current, and upcoming films. My name is Becky Jones, and here today we have Dr. Jason Lee, professor in the technology department at DMU, to talk to us about awards, the people who decide who wins, and what they watch. So hi, I'm Jason Lee. I'm professor of film, media, culture at De Montfort University. For three and a half years, I was head of the Leicester Media School. All right, thank you for being here with me. Um, so just sort of starting us off, just really interested in demystifying kind of like who it is that, that is in award systems and who goes about making decisions and such like that. So could you talk about like who are the people that make the decisions around BAFTAs and Oscars and Golden Globes and, and all these big awarding bodies? Well, often it's the people who've worked in the industries themselves. So it's people who've got experience and knowledge and expertise who are seen as being the people who can judge correctly which of these awards goes to each category. So that would be for the BAFTAs or for the Oscars. I mean, there's been some debate in Australia, for example, about the lack of breadth of the different types of awards within their particular award ceremonies. But at the same time, you you get the joke at other ceremonies that there's an award for everything. Excellent. So do they actually watch essentially like every film that's come out that year or is it more a specific selection or type of film that they watch? You get like a box set and you get to watch films that you might not necessarily see, which is interesting. So when people make the assumption that it's all of the blockbusters that we all know about that um, are going to be coming out and therefore it's already predestined which ones are going to get the awards. It's That's not the case because you'll see a bit of a range of different types of film and different genres as well. So from that perspective, particularly, yeah, with the BAFTAs, it is quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they do get quite a, a wide selection of, of different genre, the more mm. indie. Yeah, because it is a matter of taste a lot of the time, it's isn't so it? so much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sort of, it, it sounds a cliche, but the emotional impact of a film as mm. well, and that could be actually from the cinematography, from the technical side of it, might necessarily be to do with the story. So yeah, yeah all of these different approaches, yeah. Valuable. That makes sense, yeah. Mm. Um, so what kind of purpose do you think these awarding bodies essentially serve, and, and do we need them? That is a good question. Do we need them? Mm -hmm. Well, I suppose they generate marketing excitement if you want to be cynical. (laughs) And uh, I I just find it phenomenal how, you know, if someone's been around a sniff of an Oscar, for example, how that dominates their career, how many nominations. You know, I've recently been at a conference on Woody Allen, Mm. and it's phenomenal how many nominations he's got and how money he's won for um, Best Screenplay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible. And so, obviously, if you're an actor, you're breaking through, you've been nominated, this is fantastic, and your peers are acknowledging that. So in terms of the celebration of the industry, um, being someone who is obsessed with film myself, Mm -hmm. I think it's really great. I would say, it might just be my age, but in the days of... British television with Barry Norman and people used to stay up all night and watch the Oscars as a phenomenon, perhaps because there was less sort of recording of this and Mm. and less streaming of things, that was more of a kind of um, glamorous approach to it. So in that sense, some of of it's been demystified. Mm. But then there's that other strand, isn't there, around the politics of it, which I've always found fascinating from the classic sort of scenario when Marlon Brando gets nominated to the classic scenario uh, where Richard Gere just goes on and on and on and on. 
And what I hadn't really thought too much about was it's not just the one receiving the award who has the kind of few minutes of fame and the microphone to address this venue and audience mm. and the world, but the person presenting the award mm -hmm. as well. So if people want to get political, but again, the cliche of that is you're talking to your own, you're mm -hmm. talking to a bubble, you're talking within that environment, mm -hmm. if it's Hollywood and so on. So from my perspective, I think, yeah, there's there's all the pluses around it because it's the celebration side. There's forms of transgression because these are rituals which are almost like sacred, <laughs> but at the same time people trying to play with those boundaries all the time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. bringing up the smaller festivals, the fact that winning awards at those festivals is often how the smaller budget films get mm. awareness. Like you'll, you'll look at their cover and they'll have those wreaths all over Absolutely. the front like of it. 50 different yeah. kind of Venice, everywhere, Berlin, yeah. everywhere. And the way they can keep going with marketing them mm -hmm. for years. I think because all these networks are already in place mm. and developing, it just it's building on that. So yeah, yeah it's positive. It, and it definitely lets the, the smaller people that don't have the mega industry backing mm. be able to, to get somewhere, to get some promotion, mm. some marketing, whereas um, the sort of academy level things that you'd be mm. looking at, it might just be their film's too small, that it's not mm. in that box set that they're going to get because mm. it just isn't on the viewing of these people because it mm. is just a tiny little film that someone's bringing with them yeah. to these different festivals in Europe. Yeah. And I think that's, it's good to have something like that that, as you say, is so different in its mm. taste and the, and the kind of things it can, as you say, get away with mm. as opposed to sort of almost the stuffy, clean space that is the Oscars, <laughs> for, for lack of a better sort of mm. expression. Um, and you yourself kind of have some insider knowledge on, on some of the sort of controversies around the, the, the events in these award bodies. Could you, could you speak more on that? Well, I was just doing some research on, on Woody Allen, for example. Mm. So I think once there's a scandal that <laughs> encirculates a figure or his entourage, then yeah. people think they can get away with something. So I think it was in 2015 at Cannes when someone made a inappropriate rape joke oh in front of everyone. And it was connected to the fact that, you know, Roman Polanski ah. doesn't really want to go back to America because what might happen to him yeah. and uh, I think it was almost saying well at least Woody Allen uh, hasn't been charged with rape yet or something Ooh. something insane and it was across the line so it wasn't people walked out but these were people who were about to receive awards you know oh, wow. Woody Allen had a huge comeback, didn't he? Mm. Um, and particularly is venerated in France. So it's funny how people can knock down these idols, which, and again, again, I'm looking at it from all different sides now. Mm. It's not a particularly bad thing to do. I mean, I think in Britain, we are naturally quite cynical. Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> scoff, don't we, <laughs> Americans being yeah. so gushy. Yeah. But when they, they've got the chance to be gushy, our actor, they bloody go for it. They go for it, don't mm -hmm. they? They go for it. So, you know, in terms of those scandals, the scandal is, well, A, the joke, but B, giving the awards yeah. in this context, you could say, to do with all of the scandals that are surrounded, which, you know, it's ongoing every yeah. day. People are coming out at award ceremonies and elsewhere saying, well, I'm not going to work with this character again. That in itself is a bit of a scandal. It is, that yeah. people are using it for that platform. 
And now I suppose you get into the debate, it's just something that everyone's thinking about, about whether, okay, well, what about female directors? What about black actors? And each year it's this emphasis on, well, where's the focus been? Is it, has it always been white, older, you know, certain class mm-hmm. men dictating who is receiving these awards yeah. and therefore who's going to get future funding that's and true. future success. So those sort of barriers and limitations, that's the flip side about control and power mm. and the people putting on these ceremonies and questioning this. Yeah. So when I think about it, it's like about authenticity mm. as well. So it's interesting what you're saying about older people because will they always be par- comparing everything to Casablanca mm. or Gone with the Wind and yeah. all those kind of classics? And then today, I'm always thinking, have we gone a bit backwards in terms of what people can get away with? I'm thinking of, um, I don't know what awards it it won, but kids, you know, the film Kids, which, you know, everyone who says, who who worked on that, wouldn't get made today. So in terms of the boundaries that we've got now for filmmaking, that is quite interesting. So we talk about things being cinematic and we give awards for cinematography Mm -hmm. and so on, but how many there has to be a script beforehand based on a novel. Yeah. How, how much is an adaptation? Yep. And that, in a sense, is so boring and not very creative, is it? <laughs> it's, it's always rehashing and sequels yeah. and remakes. Yeah. And they're, they're saying so safe. So safe. Yeah, which this is it. It's a lot of money to make a yeah. film. It makes perfect sense what you yeah. choose the safe bet. Yeah. But it does sort of make you a bit sad that they aren't taking those chances. And that, yeah. that kind of is where the amateur filmmaker has to kind of bear the torch. Yeah. Because they are the ones that have the freedom to yeah. make those films but then on themselves have to somehow be able to market it and make money. So they have to still sort of tread the line a bit um, if they want their film to get anywhere. So it is, it is unfortunate that, I mean, a lot of it just has to come down to cost because of the cost that goes into making a film. Yeah. Yeah. You, You wonder whether people are seeking these awards. That's a funny thing. Yeah. Now I used to be a judge for the RTS, the Royal Television Society, Mm. and they put up awards for loads of different categories. And no one would make a product just to win an award. But obviously, it, it, it is a celebration. But I'm just thinking about writing mm. where, you know, you've absolutely made it. And I'm starting to think a lot of it is writing by numbers. That, that kind of thing yeah. where it's, you look at it and it's called uh, like Oscar fodder. Mm. It's assumed, as soon as you see that film, you're like, they were trying to get an mm. Oscar by making this film the way they've made it. Mm. Um, and the things where people will pull back from doing a thing because that would endanger their chances of mm. an Oscar. Um, so it's interesting to see that balance and, and you definitely mm. can see the trend. If you look mm. at the things that, that win, you can kind of mm. see that we know what they like. <laughs> it's like writing a yeah. paper to your professor's taste because yeah. you know that's going to get you better marks than if you actually do exactly. something. Exactly. And people wrong. do. They exactly. make films that they think will be safe, they'll get an award. I was just thinking, to change the topic slightly, it is funny when things screw up, isn't it? Yes. So when it's like, and the, and the award goes to, oh, sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> People have to backtrack, because mm. even though they got up, haven't got up there, it's almost like, I want to thank everyone here, because yeah. it was as good as mine, but really, mine's <laughs> better. And it's like, well, actually, it was better than yours, because you haven't got it. Yeah. That is quite funny. Awkward. They should do more of that. <laughs> you don't well, they, get it. <laughs> That's another good point about the longevity. So mm. I was just thinking about an award ceremony that I watched on television. The 
main character in the film The Wrestler, mm. Mickey Rourke, yeah. and that year, I can't remember who won it, but I was thinking he should have got it. And this, this sounds a bit <laughs> kind of like a macho of me, but, but just because of what he went through, and that is a bit of a longevity thing as well. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. that extremity, I suppose. We are still buying into that, aren't we? People who will break every boundary to get the perfect performance mm -hmm. and to reward that for their um, ordeal, the yeah. torture. And it just sort of reminds me of the, the, the famous moment, which may be apocryphal, between Olivier and Dustin Hoffman, uh, where Hoffman had sleep deprived himself so that he could be in character and be stressed. Oh, yeah. And Olivier walks up and just be like, why don't you just try acting, dear boy? <laughs> it's that kind of thing where the, these actors will go through so much for these roles. And not yeah. that they shouldn't, like, well done yeah. them for being dedicated and being mm. willing to do these things. But there's mm. certain things that they'll, they'll do to themselves. And you just sit in there wondering, aren't you an actor? Can't mm. you just act? <laughs> mm. Well, it does sort of seem pretty niche towards what, what men are expected to do. Because these roles are things exactly. given to men. It's expected yeah. that men will be yeah. performing these things. Again, yeah. kind of shortchanging women's roles and yeah. what women actresses would be capable of as well and there's another short changing women where quite often you know it's like the lead role the lead actor actually the man has not been in it it hasn't been in the film or the tv show yeah those award ceremonies for tv shows but still gets the main award yeah and it might be because they're slightly more famous or mm -hmm. what have you but you know so there is that discrepancy there yeah they have the audiences award don't they for yeah. the best soap or mm -hmm. the best this that and the other and then that is interesting because it goes into how much does the audience truly love love the person mm -hmm. love the show so yeah it is kind of interesting thinking about the nuances of these things and being aware of who's making the decision and how much is it audience yeah. and popularity versus yeah. critical technical difficulty or performance mm. and, and outcome. And, and, and then something that we haven't mentioned is there is a plethora of awards, isn't there? Oh, yes. And this is what I'm thinking about for people who are working in visual effects mm -hmm. and in hair and makeup and everything else. So in that sense, it's good to acknowledge everybody Definitely. because, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a handful of people that usually get acknowledged and, you know, even though Jim Carrey's in bit of hot water, I mm. think still at the moment, he has his reputation for really looking after people on set, yeah. and you know, getting an ice cream van coming mm. around, being really generous to all of the crew and this yeah. kind of thing, and incorporating everyone into it. And um, if you have some kind of long, long award ceremony, then. Why not? Why not celebrate? Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's worked on something yeah. for a set period of time. It's been a success. And that's a big achievement because things can be dreadful. Things yeah. can be, yeah. you know. And that's quite funny. You do have the opposite awards for the, like, you know, the, um, the, worst, the worst product, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. well. But we don't hear much about that. No, definitely yeah. want to hear another worst mm. film. Oh, <laughs> Bad one. But uh, <laughs> on that note, um, yeah. thanks for, for coming in okay. and chatting Good with to me. Talk to you. And it uh, be interesting to see who, who wins yes. the upcoming awards. Yeah. Yeah. May, may the best ones win. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. A big thanks to Jason for speaking with me today. Keep an eye out for Phoenix's upcoming film seasons to catch some of the award hopefuls. Our thanks to co-producer Peter Simkuti and song credit to Badly Stuffed Animals for their song Vanilla Ice Cream. Hope you tune in next time for more talks on films, filmmaking, and the events happening around Phoenix Cinema Lester. 
Until then, happy watching.